Welcome to 31 Tales for October. Beside the sea. Seagulls screamed up above us. Mum was reading a book. Dad was sunbathing with his eyes closed. I thought I could hear gentle snores coming from his direction. I looked out over the rolling waves as they met the sandy beach. Kids were splashing about in the shallows with big red armbands and bug-eyed goggles. A group of older boys were playing football on the sand. They were all shouting to each other and diving about as they chased the ball, kicking sand up into the air. I was building a town in the sand using my bucket and spade. I'd always loved sand and I loved to build things. I used my spade to draw a straight line for the road and made it all flat. Either side of the road I placed buildings using my bucket. I filled it with sand and carefully turned it over. Then I'd use my spade to change the shape or size of the building depending on what type I was making. There on the left side of the street was the fish and chip shop and just next door the ice cream parlour. I had nearly finished one whole street when I looked up again at the sea. This time something caught my eye, something that hadn't been there before. There was a shape sticking out of the water and it was completely still. It looked like a person standing way out where the water was deep, but it didn't look like anyone I knew. The thing was dark green, its hair looked like seaweed. At first I thought it was some kind of driftwood or a large clump of seabed that had risen to the surface, but it wasn't floating. Whatever it was, it was standing very still out in the deep water, and it was staring right at me. Beneath its seaweed hair, two glowing red eyes were looking at me. I looked over at my parents. Mum was still reading in a large floppy sun hat. Dad was still sleeping. Nobody else seemed to notice the seaweed creature out in the water. When I looked back, it beckoned to me with its finger, calling me over. I felt scared, but somehow I knew if I stayed where I was, close to my parents, on the sand, the thing couldn't get me. It disappeared under the water for a moment, and then I saw it again, rolling, flipping and diving, doing tricks in the water like a dolphin. I could see its entire body was covered in thick, slimy seaweed. When it stopped, it beckoned me again with its finger, as if it wanted to play. Its red eyes glowed hungrily. I ignored it and went back to my sand town. There was a cinema on the left, and on the right I had built an arcade, just like the one across the street from where I sat now. I could hear the music from the arcade games drifting out to me on the sea breeze. Later my dad would take me there and we'd play with the penny machines. He would get me a paper cup full of two pennies and I would put them in the slots and win a prize. Remembering the sea creature, I looked back out over the water. The sun shone brightly down, making the sea sparkle like a thousand diamonds. The creature had moved down the beach a little. It was watching the boys playing football from its place in the deep, but none of them paid it any attention. They were far too busy chasing their ball. Seagulls screamed overhead. I watched as they hovered in the sky, looking for chips or a bit of fish that might have fallen into the sand.
I used my spade to draw another line, this time showing where the beach was next to my town. A long strip of sand for sunbathing and playing football with enough space for everyone. Then using a stick, I drew swirls and waves to show where the sea began. I placed upside down seashells along my model beach to look like towels laid out in the sand. I looked around for something else I could use, but most of the good stuff was near the water. I checked to see if the creature was still far out in the deep, but it had disappeared for the moment. Perhaps it had gone back under the waves to where it had come from. Mum had laid down now too. She had dark sunglasses so I couldn't tell if she was sleeping or not. I got up and tottered down to where the water gently lapped onto the beach. The sand felt cool and wet here, like mud. Good for building, I thought. I could see the creature again now. It had gone back down the beach the other way, towards the pier, and it was doing its tricks again. It rolled and dived in the deep water, almost black in the shadow of the pier. Two older boys and a girl were watching. It grinned at them and beckoned with its finger, its large red eyes glowing in the dark. The three kids started swimming toward it. You shouldn't go out that deep, I thought. It's dangerous. You could drown. You should never go where your feet don't touch the bottom and you shouldn't go in the sea without your parents. Didn't they know that? Perhaps they did, but they liked its tricks too much. Or maybe they wanted to get a better look at its shiny seaweed hair and glowing red eyes. The children were really far out now and they looked tired. The creature waited, unmoving, unblinking. And then, when they were just within reach, it was gone, as quick as a flash beneath the surface. One, two and three, the children disappeared too, pulled under by the creature. I waited, watching, holding my breath, but then the waves resumed their careful lapping of the sand and all was normal again. Nothing resurfaced, not the children, not the creature. I looked all around me until I found what I was looking for. A knot of seaweed. I picked it up and examined it in the sun. It was wet and slimy. I took what I needed and rolled it up, placing it in my own little seaside town, just to the edge among the swirls of seawater I had drawn in the sand. What is that? my mum asked. It's the sea creature, I said. It took those children with it under the sea, and now they won't win any prizes at the arcade. They should never have gone out that far. She looked at me as if the creature were just some part of my imagination, just a game of make-believe. Did someone say arcade? asked my dad, who looked like he was still sleeping. Yay, I cheered. Did you want to go in the water first? he asked. Um, no thanks, I replied. Thank you for listening to Beside the Sea. 31 Tales for October is available now on Amazon and all proceeds go to charities to help improve the lives of children. So if you'd like to support the podcast, please go online and purchase a copy now. Thank you.